This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe... Anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Number 243, I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. Um, Blake. Yay! We're all in the studios again this week. You know, I miss you guys after Skype. I will say, it is nice to just go upstairs uh, from the Bob Studios and sleep, though. Yeah. Into a little hotel. It is a little uncomfortable sitting here with no pants. No, why? I'm not wearing pants. Just a little self-conscious. Yeah, I don't know why you're uncomfortable. Jeff's shirtless. I'm pantless. (laughs) You're shoeless. I don't know what's going on. Crossless. <laughs> Jim's invisible. So there you go. Jim's out here this week. Uh, I think he has a golf outing. So yeah. good for him. The prison, uh, the jailbreak golf outing. Oh, okay. So that's good. That's this, this yeah, that was this week. Uh, mm. So we are here. We may have a guest on this week. Oh, uh, Jim. We may. We don't know yet. He um, didn't fight him every single time. He <laughs> crawled through 500 yards of shit and came out a clean man. He never fought the sisters. In fact, he welcomed them. (laughs) (laughs) I heard uh, you can get stuff from the outside inside. And he also did the tax returns. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would have been a much shorter movie if uh, Blake was in charge of it. And then he said to him, would you like to stay? Would Would your kid like to go to Harvard or Yale? That's all I got. I don't remember anything else. <laughs> uh, thanks. Yeah. That was from the text. Shut up! <laughs> That's a great impersonation. <laughs> anyway, so yes, we are here, back in the studio. There's only a couple weeks left until our live, well, live recorded shows at this Inside Comic Expo. <laughs> live recorded shows. <laughs> they will be recorded live. Shows recorded live. And I know YouTube channel has not had much video. We may be Ooh. changing that come to Expo. What? Ooh. So just be ready. So, anyway. Be scared. 
be very Some scared. sad news, though. Uh, William Zapka had to pull out of the what? expo. No karate kid. What? But he did give them enough notice, and he said he will be there next year. The reason is Cobra Kai is filming second season. Ah. So. Well, I can understand someone, you know, needing to work. Yes. Uh, since you don't work, Jeff. I do work. That's what sucks about it. Oh, well, sorry. Maybe you should be milking off the teat of the government. I'd not, like to do that. Not on the level of Cobra Kai, though. No, 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 no. No. None of us. I'd just prefer to be independently wealthy. Well, wait a minute. I would prefer you to be independently wealthy. There, There is one person getting filthy rich off of nerdly.uk. Jason, writing reviews? Yeah. I am. I got podcast money coming out. Filthy me. rich. Actually, movie review money coming out. I know. So. What's it like to cash those movie review checks? I don't know. I might be watching The Predator, though. Ooh. I might watch that. Debating. I don't know about that. Uh, you actually, watch, uh, watch the Meg. Predator can't be worse. Shut up about the Meg. It was a great film. So you can like uh, pay cash at Redbox for your movies now? Yes. <laughs> Two dollars. <laughs> uh, Eleven cents. Is that how much it is? I've never used Redbox. <laughs> I'm waiting for somebody just to steal the whole Redbox just to get all the, the DVDs. That's what I'm waiting for. I got all this! I got Annie from 1987! Great, so now when we hear on the news that someone stole a red box, they'll come blame us. Probably, probably. Because we give all the ideas. Yeah, why don't you trademark that real quick? (laughs) (laughs) Trademark thieving. (laughs) (laughs) Pillaging. Uh, I will say that uh, I have a correction of my own. Uh, I was thinking about it, and then my daughter was watching, my daughter and my youngest son started watching the film. I have a new number one from last week for top five shape-shifting films. Ooh, number one. Yeah, I saw you tweet that out. Moana. I forgot all about Maui's shape-shifting. That is one of my favorite movies. And so Moana is uh, my number one. Out of all those Disney movies that we said, we didn't even think of Moana. Nope. I do like Emperor's New Group, too. I do. But I'm going with Moana as my favorite. So. And I like Beauty and the Beast, too. It didn't say that. Well, so. it's just because you forgot. So my list was pretty bad. Was, uh, that, the, was that the Rock's uh, Fish Bones? Yeah. Yes. Fish Hook. Okay. Oh, sure. hook. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we would like to say thank you to Jeannie from Hobie for uh, stopping by last week. Yeah. Uh, rumor is that we're pillaging Tony from Salty Language, too, next time. Only if he stops drinking IPAs. Please, stop drinking IPAs. That's your public service announcement. <laughs> uh, some sad news. Aretha Franklin passed away. Mm, actually, since been there's here. a lot of sad news. Okay. You actually left off a couple. Let's. Br- I know I got it. Well, I didn't. It was Hackney. Man. Intern Hackney. Damn intern. Uh, Robin Leach passed away. Yeah. Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Uh, great actress. Uh, she was in Blues Brothers. Yep. And, uh... <laughs> that's how Jason knows her. Everybody else knows her as the Queen of Soul. She sings? Was yeah. she in, uh, was she in Pink Cadillac, the movie? Uh, I can check. She sang the song. I know she sang the, the, the and, of the song. And, you know, if it and... weren't for her, nobody could spell respect correctly. I <laughs> Uh, the people who heard the original Otis Reddick version would remember. Oh. Uh, Pink Cadillac? Well, I never did. So. Oh, so you couldn't spell it? No. no okay. <laughs> uh, who else? Uh, go Clint ahead. E- it's a Clint Eastwood movie. Pink Cadillac? Yes. Okay. Uh, Is it one that he actually claims? 1989, Bernadette Peters. Oh, it was Bernadette yeah, Peters. Yeah, Bernadette Peters. That's yeah. not Aretha Franklin. Uh, I can see who else is in this. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, that's not working. Uh, who else we got there, Blake? Who else? Robin Leach. Uh, Robin Leach. The biggest moocher of anybody in this world. The guy who said, I got an idea. I'll just follow rich people around 
and uh, ride their coattails. And I like that idea. And possibly led to the family who shall not be named's mm. fame because of that asshole. Oh, oh wow! We're talking about I mean, passing, dear asshole. <laughs> you know who was in Pig and Cadillac? Not Robin Lee. Clint Eastwood and Bernadette Peters. Good job, Dirk Blocker. Who's who played Policeman Number One? You know who he is. Do you watch uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine? I do not. Ah, he's he's Sully and another guy. I can't think of it. One of the old cops. Yes, I just saw that in here. I'm going through it. Robert Harvey. Who's uh, that? I, I don't know. He was in this. <laughs> uh, Paul Benjamin. Great build up. Who's yeah. that? Uh, Francis Fisher. Who's that? Brian Adams. The same Brian Adams. Yes, he was a gas station what? attendant. <laughs> Everything no I do, Jim Carrey. I do it for Jim Carrey was in it. No shit. He played lounge entertainer. He was billed as James Carrey. Ooh, ooh, that's, that's actually pretty interesting. That's when he was a serious actor. He <laughs> called him by James, not Jim. Uh, Sven Oli Thorson. He played. This is his character's name. Thorson Doom. Birthright Thug. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Thug. I think he might have been a world's strongest man competitor. He was Conan the Barbarian. He was uh, the buddy of Thalsa Doom. Was he? I believe so, yeah. Well, you know what? Let I mean, me check that up. Until I'm proven wrong. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to confirm, or do you want to not be proven until wrong? Until the intern Just hit, checks hit his me. name Actually, on your... You know what? We don't have to do this. That's what we have Dev for. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what are you looking up facts for? Uh, and also, sad news, Tim Conway is on his deathbed, they said. Yeah, yeah um, you, I saw you had it written down. I'm like, I didn't hear he died. I just heard yeah, he Yeah, they was... said it's not looking good. It's kind of like yeah. Aretha Franklin that she was going into hospice, and that was about it. It's got um, dementia. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. I love Tim Conway. Uh, he was that, really good. That whole Carol Burnett cast was great. Yeah. Yep. Is anyone left? Carol. Besides Carol. Yeah, well, she... Vicki Lawrence is still alive. Why? Uh, Why can't you take yeah. her and not Tim Conway? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> if I have to see another mama's family... Yeah, send your complaints too. <laughs> Jason at Grim, Graphic Novice. Grim Reaper at Graphic Novice. <laughs> Angel of Death. I can't believe there's also two other notables that passed away. I mean, how could you pass up John McCain? I was getting to that. Okay. Uh, intern Hackney screwed that up. Um, <laughs> He's going to be fired soon. That was that was a shame with uh, with not Hackney <laughs> with McCain. Yeah. Um, he, he I really liked him, and uh, he was interesting. It could have been a whole different ball game. If he didn't have the wrong running mate, you know, yeah. I completely agree with that. I think that did a lot. More I don't think damage it would have been a completely different ball game, but I don't think that actually helped him out an awful lot. No, way. no, it didn't. Um, I think it. I think it hampered him. But that's yeah. down the hall. But you know what? He ultimately, you know, he was a, a vet and a hero and a mm-hmm. politician. So he got some plus, plus, and a minus. <laughs> uh, and I was watching CNN. Yes, fake news. And uh, they were doing uh, his documentary that they filmed a couple years ago about him. Yeah. And uh, I watched about 45 minutes of it, and it was when he was captured Mm -hmm. uh, in Vietnam. And just what he went through. Oh, no shit. I mean, and I completely forgot that his father was in charge of the uh, Navy over there. He's an admiral, yeah. Yeah, in the Pacific. Mm -hmm. And so that's why one of the reasons is he's, and he refused to go Mm -hmm. uh, to be released, um, John McCain. Because yeah. he did, he wasn't there first, and he, that's the order. And um, that's correct. Because of that, they mm-hmm. because of the Vietnam, uh, Viet Cong, we're going to mm-hmm. release him because of his dad being an admiral mm-hmm. in the Pacific. And then because of that, uh, because he said no to let the other soldiers go that were ahead of, uh, before mm-hmm. 
uh, they beat him more severe than any of them. Yeah. And so he took it uh, for five years. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I, I know I remember conduct, hearing. man. Yeah. I remember hearing about it, but it was just something that I, you kind of forget about, you know, with John McCain. And we that. do. We forget about it, and we forget an awful lot about history and what a lot of people go through in I, regards to. And, and that was part of his big stance on um, our uh, CIA, you know, uh, advanced interrogation techniques and all that kind of stuff yeah. because of what he went through. Um, yeah, and how do you dispute him? I don't think we should do that. Well, how do you know? Yeah, uh, I think I do know. Damn it! Yeah. I lost that battle. Uh, I, I thought he was... Uh, I thought... Not only, I shouldn't say it. I thought he was captured for two years. No. I, uh, when I heard that, I was like, oh, man, I forgot no. all about it. It was five years. Five years, yeah, exactly. Jesus. I mean, imagine it. I mean, you know, imagine going through all that. And, you know, none of us really can. No. And he did. You know, so... And, and, regardless of uh, political party or you know, political leanings or beliefs or anything along those lines, you know, he is uh, a man that, you know, deserves respect. And he ultimately put country ahead of mm-hmm. politics. Well... Which, which you know, a lot of people don't do these days. Nobody does. And he is still a politician. He did say things and then uh, go back and change what he meant. <laughs> because, that's, because that's what politics does to you. It corrupts you. He is a true hero, unlike that Worsley guy. He is. Um, yeah, he is. I, I, I completely wow. agree. I, I couldn't. I couldn't even fathom going through what that man did. Well, I did like how. Oh my God! Every news thing was he died nine years to the day of his friend Ted Kennedy of the same disease. I was like, can we not bring Ted Kennedy up ever, please, please? I don't care. I don't want to bring any Kennedy up. Yeah, the comparisons between the two. <laughs> Did John McCain drown a person? I mean, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, yeah, allegedly. hold on a sec. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I know, exactly. I don't know. And I'm sorry. Uh, it's I, easy to pick on the dead because they can't defend themselves. Huh. Or if they're a passenger in your car, they can't defend yeah. themselves. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but up, bump, go, go, go. Boo. Sorry, I mean, sorry. down the hall. Hey, I found a police report nine hours later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, why you didn't find her? I don't know, Ted. After I sobered up. <laughs> Allegedly. All allegedly. All allegedly. All allegedly. And we also lost Neil Simon. What? Oh, yeah. I heard that today. Oh, the playwright. Right. Yeah, Neil yeah. Simon. Mm-hmm. He was, what, 92, I think they said? Yeah, 91, 92. 92. Yeah, yeah I, I probably had um, my biggest claim to fame in uh, amateur acting, non-paid. Oh, let me guess. Non-professional. What, what, what do you think? What, what did Neil Simon play do you think I was in? Wow. Death of a Salesman. No, that's not that's Arthur Miller. <laughs> uh, the Birdcage. Barefoot in the Park. Salesman is a clue. Barefoot in the Park. No. Yeah. Well, if salesman's Hair. a clue, that. No, I kept my clothes on. Thank Rent. You. No. Lay Miss. No. <laughs> Book of Mormon. All right. I was in. He's a great superstar. I'm sorry. I was in God's favorite. That's pretty good. Close. Oh, I don't even know that one. <laughs> it's, it's probably it's well. I would have been here forever guessing. <laughs> I was trying to guess. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I'm not doubting that. I was trying to guess, and you just looked at me like with disdain. I was just trying to help. I know. You could have at least tried to guess plays <laughs> that Neil Simon might have been the writer. You of. didn't even. You didn't even offer up Odd Couple for fuck's sake. Oh, yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, no, anyway. no, but that, that is my favorite. Um, Neil Simon play, by really? the way, too. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that one. 
Sunshine Boys are kind of funny, but it's kind of like one st- one liner slapsticks. Um, but no, God's favor was. What was awesome. Uh I played um, the salesman. Yeah. Yeah. Did you die? I was an angel. Ah. From God. Ah. Yeah. If they only knew. <laughs> and I even did a Brooklyn accent and everything else. It was ah. awesome. How oh, was a Brooklyn, Brooklyn accent angel? Go? What did you say? <sighs> he was a Brooklyn angel. Yeah. Oh. Hey, said something else. Who do you think I broke said? Broken angel? No, I thought... I don't, I hey, thought you, Sonny. I thought you said Brooklyn anal. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is that? Let's see. Title for the show. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, give me Ooh, a Brooklyn accent. I can't do it now. You, you ruined it for me. Come on. I can't. I'm not uh, that good anymore. Uh, can't do on demand. Anyways. I'm a so, character actor. I got to get it. 30 minutes into roll. <laughs> uh, okay, Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> uh, anything else, guys? Blake? Anything I got it up. Do you want me to do up-downs? Sure, let's do up-downs. I got it up. I'll tell you what. If you have to release or put out in the news a press release that you're going into rehab, what better combination? Than, hey, everybody. I have to go into rehab because um, I have an alcohol addiction and a sex addiction. Hey, who likes to drink and fuck? This guy. <laughs> you talking about Mel B? Yes, I am. I'm talking about the Spice Hags. Yeah. Uh, rumor has it, well, one of her friends came out. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm going to release an announcement. I mean, never mind, you know, fuck keeping things private, you know, yes. if you have problems. Yeah. All right, let's put it all out there for everybody. I mean, what two things do you want to put out there for going into rehab? Hey, guys, I drink too much and I have too much sex. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm addicted to alcohol and sex. Uh, so you're every man. Hey, everybody. Hey, ladies. <laughs> I, my response is, where has she been all my life? Oh, <laughs> 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 when I was 20. <laughs> or 16. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. 18, 18. Oh, that's right. She's no Asia yeah. Argenta. Oh, oh. down No, not you too. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Poor Mel B. Did she say she was doing it after America's Got Talent or not? <laughs> I have no idea. I would like to. But no, in all seriousness. Maybe that is her talent. Maybe she should be on that the That is show. her talent. <laughs> she drinks and has sex a lot. I want to see that. I want to see that audition. Now go watch The Bachelorette. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. 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 I saw, the, oh, I saw like five minutes this season and there was a guy in a chicken suit. It was a little ridiculous. That's five yeah. minutes more than you should have fought. Well, then I also saw uh, the guy that looked, the singer that looked, Wayne Newton, no, not Wayne Newton, yeah, he looked like a Muppet. He was serenading some young lady, and I think it was his wife, and it was kind of creepy. On The Bachelor? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why Wayne Newton would be serenading his wife on The Bachelor. Why? Well, he wasn't uh, one of the contestants. They went to Wayne Newton's house, all The Bachelors. Oh. Uh, and they had to sing a song they for The Bachelorette. In- invoke the spirit of Wayne Newton? Yes. Maybe with the Bachelorette, that's what it was. They had to all sing a song in front of her at Wayne Newton's club. I see. And it was awful. Oh, well. Uh, but anyways, apologies to Mel B and her family. Yes. Uh, uh, my up this week is Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Speaking of Mel B. <laughs> yeah. And her family. <laughs> She's only, like, one of Murphy's spawns. He's right? now having his 10th kid at yeah. the age of 59. No kidding. Uh, they range in age before the newborn. Jeez. Newborn to 29. A, I hope he has a will and an estate. I mean... Uh, five different women, ten, ten kids. How many with Mel B? One. 
Just one. All right. So that's where her PTSD <laughs> comes in. Because she's going actually there for PTSD, alcohol, yes. and sex addiction. Yes. I mean, if it were just me, I would just keep it with the alcohol and sex addiction. <laughs> All right, you know, addiction's not really funny, kids. We really shouldn't be joking about this. But sex is fun. But yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so if we separate... <laughs> All right, so we can separate ourselves. Uh, no, but, but yes, seriously, he's got, like, what, 10, 10 kids, kids from five different women? From five, five different, women. different women now. He, he's 59. I think his do- wife... I was going to say his daughter. His wife <laughs> is 32, I think. Um, and I think he's his second kid wife with or girlfriend. Him. Whatever. Yeah. doesn't matter at that All age, right. <laughs> at that point. Um, so he is the uh, Cromartie of the actors. <laughs> uh, the ex-cornerback. Oh, Remember him from the... Yeah, he couldn't remember all the names of his kids. <laughs> he had four kids that were three years old. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got a vasectomy and still had more kids. That's pretty impressive. That's very potent. I think someone lied to him. <laughs> Let me tell you this. If, I have, if we have another kid, that's going to be an issue. <laughs> Whew. I don't know. That uh, vasectomy better be working there. Uh, Jeff, you got any ups? No. Okay. Uh, I got some... I got down. Yeah. You ready to get really down on this one? No. If the first part wasn't down enough. Um, You're addicted to sex? Oh, man. Does Anyways. your wife know? <laughs> uh, she's an alcoholic on the sex addict. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. There you go. Anyways, no. Um, so the down of this week was uh, BuzzFeed. I don't know. No. Uh, they actually had a news article that this lady has um, researched for like 10 years, I think it is. And it's about the abuse that went on at these Catholic-run orphanages. Uh, didn't they go through all this already? They did in the 90s, late 90s. And then I'm only, this that article was, is, that is that long. That was in the mid-2000s. So they whole, made the whole movie to, about it. And stuff. That was more just for the sex uh, acts, or sorry, the sexual abuse by priests in Boston area. Okay. And nationwide eventually. This is the orphanages. And about how, basically, it was just... It, I had to. Mm-hmm. I haven't even gone through the whole article. It's a huge article. I can't even get through it uh, without stopping because it is depressing what happened. Ugh. And like I said, oh man, you just if you get mad about the one with the priest, you're gonna get mad about this. Mm. And it is, uh, it is, it is killer, man. With some of the stuff, some of the All shit. Right. And again, you have to figure. Okay, say even if half of this is true. Mm-hmm. That half is still the most god-awful thing you could ever think about. So uh, I do recommend reading it, though. It's on BuzzFeed, and it's on uh, Huffington Post, and a lot of other uh, news, or, uh, news sites are actually picking it up. So um, no no legit news sites yet, then, is what you're saying. Nah, I get what you did. It's on Us Weekly. I think it would be fine. Oh, sure. I think is it on, on the Internet? Yes. We, so it's go. legitimate. Yes. Weekly World News. It's on, but she uses a lot of depositions, a lot of court, uh, the court documents and that, like the videos and that. I mean, she went through it all because most of the people are dead because it took, took place between the 20s and the 60s. Wow. And um, it, and one of them, uh, she focuses on a lot in Vermont, uh, the St. Joseph Orphanage, and then in Burlington, Vermont. And then basically uh, it started snowballing like, uh, Canada did their own inquisition uh, mm-hmm. into it, inquiry into it. Not the inquisition. inquisition. Uh, That's a different thing of the, yes. from the Catholic Church. Um, it's like the Crusades. It really worked out well. Um, but anyway, so yeah, it, it was a great article. Not saying I'm ranting about, you know, printer or anything, but uh, it's a pretty uh, awful article. It's good, but whew, it's rough. So that's my down. All right. So, Jeff, um, 
Yeah, I don't want to continue recording tonight. Thanks for ruining it for me. <laughs> have a good night, everybody. You have your alcohol addiction now? Hey, well, I'm going to hit the sex addiction first. <laughs> Could you get out of the Bob Studios before oh. you do that? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> okay, two-thirds. Uh, right. Agree. Sorry, Blake. You got to get right. out. It's cool. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, anything else? I got nothing. Okay. We had the Hollywood Stock Exchange update this week. The Hollywood Sock Exchange? Stock Exchange. Oh. Sex Exchange. I think Sock Exchange would be pretty cool. <laughs> the Stock Exchange, if you go to hsx.com, it's a free uh, site that you can sign up for. You buy stocks of movies, uh, you know, of uh, actors, all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, if you go yeah. under Leagues, uh, you can look for the History of Bad Ideas. And uh, we are under there. And uh, there's 15 people mm. in the league. Uh, 13 of them joined after February when we were made aware of it. Ooh, no, I mean after good. June. Sorry, after June. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. But you don't want to go look up HSXXX. No, no, no. Well, you okay. could. I see another one. The Hollywood that. Sex Exchange. Yes. <laughs> uh, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, why's Harvey got an advertising banner on there? <laughs> uh, so, uh, you, do, you get $2 million to spend, and it's a percentage gain is how you go in first place in that, like how rankings. So how much you win or, or how much you gain that week. Actually, I think it's daily, isn't it? It changes daily. Well, uh, I think it's how much you've gained. Like you start exchange. with like a $2 million yes. base budget. budget. And then, and then percentage what the percentage of your thing is based on your starting so, point. So up, up, and away is at 14.39%. If you are up, up, and away, let us know who you are. Yes, please email us or uh, tweet us at Bad Ideas Podcast. Because up, up, and away has been on here since like 2009. Yeah, we have no idea who this is. <laughs> and he joined the league. And he joined the league, and, and yeah, he's... We have He's no idea. Kicking arse. But we appreciate him joining, or she. Uh, Fish, which is Ape Hands' son, is at 8.62%. Uh, Driving Lith, I don't know who that is, is at 5.69%. Ape Hands Doug is at 3.32, uh, 3.23%. He's in fourth place. And me, I'm at fifth place with uh, 0.55%. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Jim's in sixth. Randall's in seventh. Greg Rose is in eighth. Nikki from uh, New Zealand is in ninth. And those are the people on the positive end. Then you get the negative end is the bottom six. Jeff? Yeah, that's me. Well, last week was when I first started buying. I, I like bought four shares of stock when I signed up and sat there for two months without doing anything. Last week, I finally went through and just bought a whole bunch of stuff. And I probably bought too much Carl Urban because I took a hit. <laughs> That's a good idea. I think I might just go on and buy stock from people in the expo. There you go. I was going to say, how, how does this work? Because I haven't joined, and I meant to join. All you have to do is... So when I go to the HSX on my phone... Yes, let me see here. Uh, I don't think I get all the title menus that you talk about. I was like, what are, I have to well, create an account? You have to make an account. Yeah. So to. it's not strictly the buy-sells that we do. No. In our no, you can buy anything. Fans have to do buy-sells. Yeah, you can buy and sell anything. Um, let's see. Also, uh, Sean of Pittsburgh Nerd, <clears throat> then Intern Hackney, Besada Geek, Doctor Number Two. If you're Doctor Number Two, please let us know who that is. Uh, and uh, I think that's Doctor Number One's alter ego. <laughs> I did tweet Doctor Number One. He said he had no idea who that is. Uh, and in last place, the movie guru, our movie critic, which I think we might need a new opening. We might need to hire someone new. 
Scam Jeff. Oh, no, no, no. He, he criticizes very well. He just isn't good at predicting what's going to make money. No, he's at minus 5%. So, uh, Scab Jeff, congratulations. But, no, seriously, join us. It's a fun time. It's free. Uh, it's just a blast to do. And uh, Nikki, if Nikki from New Zealand can do it, then you can, because her comment was, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just doing it. I'm just buying stuff. That's pretty much what I did. There you and go. she's and in now the future. I'm, she the, is. Yes. It's tomorrow afternoon already. Yeah. So, uh, there is uh, your HSX update. We'll do that every month, get you guys updated. Or whenever we think about it. Uh, I'll probably go, like, the Disney pool. So uh, we'll do great on that. And there uh, you go. It's now time for your bomb. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. Brought to you by Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman, and Assholes. All right. Didn't you just repeat yourself? Three times. <laughs> uh, Doug, formerly known as... A-Pans, number one fan, can't give yourself a nickname. I wonder if be called The Hammer. You know I can't. Because you can't give yourself a nickname. There you go. Phillips head screwdriver. <laughs> Sorry. Although, didn't you end up, uh, didn't we give you the nickname the uh, Velvet Hammer or mm-hmm. something? Yeah, that was Velvet. How about just Tool? I oh, ain't, you know oh, oh, change approved. <laughs> That's fine. I am a tool. You know what? I've got so many impressions. I am like a five-tool player over here. Wait, you need some gold dust? Oh, Jesus Christ. Gold dust. You need some Hunter McAllister? Oh, I'm Hunter McAllister. You want some tea? You want some Michael Caine? Some of just roll us in a bun. Sounds very similar to Hunter. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> you want some... Uh, Remy LaCroix? You want some Remy LaCroix? Yeah. Uh-huh. Give me that bag. Oh, I'm going to put it on my ankle and eat it off. Uh-huh. Yeah, I want some uh, Matthew McConaughey in True Detective. Well, uh, second season sucked. Fall <laughs> is just a infinite time. You want to do some Chris Richardson? I'll do that. I just fell. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you, what else you want me to do? Besotted Geek? My taste is awful. Okay, what else we got? <laughs> Idris Elba. Do Idris Elba. I'm not Bond. I'm not Bond. I'm not telling you. I'm not Bond. No, don't do Idris Elba ever again. Uh, I'm, a, I'm not Bond. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Hey, hi, guys. I got kids in the basement. <laughs> hey, uh, can I go pee on that plant? No, Harvey, go away. <laughs> He wasn't peeing on the play. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, God, I don't want to be Harvey Weinstein. Why am I doing impressions of Harvey Weinstein? These plants are well protein fed. <laughs> it becomes a little shop of horrors plants. Uh, <laughs> Audrey, <me>. too. <laughs> feed me. I got some pudding. I can feed you. Let me give you some pudding. Feed me, Harvey. Feed me. <laughs> oh, God. And he is one ugly man. Yes. God. God, he is ugly. Well, that's he had to become a Hollywood mogul just so people would pay attention to him. Cause no one his... else is, would. Nobody else would be coerced into having sex with him. Oh, my God. Anyways, I just, the... think of little, <laughs> just think of little Audrey's running around because of him. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your dad? Oh, Harvey. <laughs> Audrey 3, Audrey 4. <laughs> So, by the way, what did Doug have to say? Oh. Uh, Doug said, 
it was announced that Disney's new Star Wars land is basically Westworld. As every action each guest makes, the cast members will react to or change how they interact with the guest. So, basically, Westworld. Will Blake now go to Disney? Cost almost as much as Westworld, the new Star Wars hotel next year. Correct. Uh, it's about $600, I think. $500. A day? Yeah. A per minute. person? Uh, per one person. And then I think each of guests after that is $200 from your family. And it's a two-night minimum. <laughs> and you have a ba- you have a bracelet basically a wrist yeah. band and they know how you they know how to interact if you're a Jedi a Sith or a bounty hunter or whatever they know how many people you've attempted to kill in the park <laughs> yes I was going to say I will be doing a lot of killing in the park <laughs> uh, starting with the uh, cast from uh, Episode one. I'm about to say, so you walk in, find you get Jar settled Jar. in, you get your bracelet, you right. go out and just stab people with a just lightsaber. Start, <laughs> just start cutting you're people dead, in You're dead, you're dead, you're dead, you're <laughs> dead. And the judge would look at that and go, well, Disney's fault. Free. <laughs> there you go. Well, I don't think they give you real lightsabers. Oh, I'm not I, going. I just assumed you pretended that you were dead once you got stuck with one. Oh. <laughs> Toy Land is gonna, Toy Story Land is going to get really butchered. <laughs> I hit you! I hit you! No, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. I like, no, you didn't. <laughs> I dodged. Yeah, well, I'm wearing a lightsaber protection vest. Uh, I actually became one with a force like Ben and Luke, and so your lightsaber went right through me without hurting me. <laughs> uh, this is just a mental image hologram of myself. Uh, I project it. I'm an astral projection, so you can't hurt me. Magic yeah. missile, magic missile, magic <laughs> missile. They all go through me because I'm not really here. <laughs> yeah, I'm a product of a bad script. You can't kill me. <laughs> hey, George, how you doing? Uh, hey, anybody want to go to Avatar Land? Nope. Hey, can I drink some blue titty milk with Luke? Nope, because that's green titty milk. <laughs> oh, shit. The blue mm. milk is bantha milk, and that's on, oh, on uh, Tatooine. <laughs> Anybody want some Gungan milk? That's uh, that from his teeth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. One Boss night with Mass, your feeding tube is in a weird place. <laughs> let's see. Uh, one. <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, let's see. One night with Leia, or one night with Ray, or one night with both, or Anakin, or Lando. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually, I think, I think uh, number one fan Doug has a listening device in the Bob Studios. Yeah. He uh, just uh, tw- texted us six hundred and fifty dollars for one person, two hundred dollars for each additional person at Star Wars Land. Minimum two night stay. Uh, are we bugged? Why <laughs> did he really just send that? Yeah, he did. No shit. <laughs> did you send him a text asking him? I can't confirm that. Oh, <laughs> you can't see my phone. I'm not Tom Brady. <laughs> if you're not Tom Brady, then I could see your phone. Boom, I just broke it. Actually, if you're Tom Brady, you're, I'm going to hang up now. <laughs> I'm going to hang up now. I don't feel comfortable discussing this. Anybody can be a sex. I'm guy. going to hang up now. And as much as I don't like Tom Brady, I still agree he had no. Uh, they had no right to take the phone. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He, he had no responsibility phone. to exactly. give them a personal. I agree. And then they got pissed Completely. off. The NFL got pissed off. Well, you need to give that to us. No, wow. no, it's it, your personal property, man. Yeah. No can't way. do that. Exactly. I mean, uh, now if it was a work phone and the NFL paid for it, I agree. That's a different situation. Yeah, that's NFL property. You can't rent here anymore. Yeah, you know. But like I said, you can just do 
Tom Brady and just hang up on your radio interviews when they ask you a question that you don't want to talk about. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Oh, yeah, it happened this past week. Uh, I tend to avoid anything that's Tom Brady-related news. That's the second uh, radio show that he's walked out of in Boston. Is there any Boston sports shows left? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Well, the yeah. one was making fun of his daughter. It's like, oh, that's real nice. Making fun of a four-year-old oh. daughter. That's real nice at radio. That's hey. last year. Well, you know, they have no sense of humor. Boston? No, Tom Brady. Oh, I meant Boston. <laughs> Kids are off limits, I think. Well, yeah. Let's do the Catholic Church. Anyways, moving on. Oh. What? What happened? Somebody say something? Oh, yeah, boo me. Don't boo those damage, man. My bad. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Blame the jokester. That's right. Sorry. All right, uh, next we have it from uh, Miguel Leal. He said, uh, what celebrities would you want to look like? Zach Galifianakis. Not that you yeah. look like. What Where would you, you going like for to? the beard? You got the Zach beard going. Well, I'd want to look more like him, which would mean I probably lost about fifty no. pounds. So <laughs> I would like to be Jeez. thin, like Zach Galifianakis. If your goal for losing weight is Zach Galifianakis, <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> My goal is Jonah Hill. Whoa! <laughs> hey, Jonah Hill got pretty damn thin there for a he while. Did. He did. He did. Then he ballooned back up. Then he realized he liked food. And then got thin again. And, and he realized he was he's rich. yo-yoing. Yeah, he realized he was who rich. He didn't have to diet anymore. And <laughs> just have surgery. Exactly. No. So, Blake, who would you like to look like? I don't know. This did bring up an interesting retrospect. Kristen want... Bell? No. <laughs> you never lived in the house. That's true. <laughs> You'd be naked in front of a mirror all day. <laughs> Unfortunately, Dax Shepard might just looking, that. Just looking at myself. What Dax, are you thinking about? You would be married to Dax Shepard. Uh, he just know? looks like Kristen Bell. He yeah. isn't oh, Kristen yeah, Bell. Sorry. That's how it was. <laughs> I was way mistaken. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff, for the clarification. <laughs> Those gave me some retrospect. I, I was sitting there thinking, you know, like in high school, they said I look like Michael J. Fox. And then somewhere in middle age, well, according to what I am now, somehow that changed to Robin Williams. I could see that. I could see that, yeah. Isn't that a little scary? Isn't that quite a spectrum going from yeah, Michael J. Fox to Robin Williams? Well, you don't shake anymore, so that helps. It's true. But then, but then, and I'm still alive. And But then, <laughs> you guys brought up or whatever, I said, I, I kind of look like Jeremy Renner now. <sighs> kind of. Who says that? Somebody did. Are you who making that up? It? No, I didn't make it up. So who would you want to look like? Uh, Chris Evans. Kristen Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Chris Evans, because yum. No, actually, I, I would pick uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. The statue or? <laughs> no, the real person. <laughs> I would advise you not to do the statue. Cristiano's a good-looking guy, man. Chris Evans. He's, he is a Latin. Is he on your wife's list? He is a, yeah, probably, most likely. <laughs> if she was allowed to she's have probably one. probably on most wives' list. She's a wife. She's yeah. allowed to have yeah. one. She's probably on almost all wives' lists. I was, kind of talking to, I was talking to a co-worker of mine. He was like, oh, yeah, I watched Real Madrid. And my wife walked into the room and Ronaldo scored a goal. And she's like, who's that guy? <laughs> I was like, that's right. It's breaking out of Ronaldo. <laughs> that's right. Uh, number one fan, Doug, said uh, it hasn't been officially announced at Star Wars Hotel. This is Disney in, uh, information here. He said it's $2,500 basically for a two-night stay for a family of four. That's a whole lot of fucking money. Ugh. So much for the American dream. 
Well, good news is, you know, you're turning your kids into a serial killer because he's kill- they're killing every kid out right. there with a lightsaber. <laughs> Running around killing younglings! <laughs> while, right. you, while you down some youngling- younglings. <laughs> Fulfilling the dreams of the 1%. That's right. I just run around yelling, running down the halls yelling, Where are the younglings? With a lightsaber. <laughs> In a six-pack of yingling. Come out, come Yay! out, younglings. <laughs> I would, never mind, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Made enough priest jokes today. Yeah. I might not be allowed near a Chuck E. Cheese, but this is Disneyland. <laughs> you can be in a seminary. <laughs> Moving on, what else we got? Woo. Bob, is Jason aware his favorite movie, The Meg, is based on a novel and there are six sequels? How? That is impressive that there's six sequels to this film. There's six sequels. Oh, there's six sequels to Harry Potter, and that wasn't a good book. So, um, we start, uh, my uh, son, oldest son, and my wife and I start reading that with him because uh, he, he still has trouble. The Meg? Yes. <laughs> the Meg. Why do you hate your son? You know what? I can't follow anything up with that. Good job, yeah. Oh, no, there you go. <laughs> I can't follow that up. How do you like your humans with green eggs and egg? Green eggs and Wait, green. Well, that one, Jeff had it perfectly. Why oh, did you have to do it? Why did you have to do it? Sorry. If we were a good podcast, we would cut that. Trying to do the Meg, you know. Yeah. I'm going, you know what? We style. are a good podcast, but we're still not cutting that. Because we want you peg? to sit there in your failure. Wait, the peg and the Meg? We want you to sit um, there in your failure. I'm wallowing in it. <laughs> Just sit there and think about what you I'd did. I'd like to eat them with a the peach. I'd like to eat them on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well done. <laughs> Took me a couple minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I was just throwing <laughs> shit out, you know. Yeah, we know yeah, exactly. All right, uh, next. You know, week. Robin Williams, Randall. Yeah, that's right, Randall Holt, Double Dare. The game show is going on tour and coming to Cincinnati. Are you going? This was actually from Twitter, and uh, my response was, "Jeff and I could kick some ass in that." <laughs> to which Nikki responded from uh, Puma Z, like. Uh, she states, or your kids could go on it. <laughs> yeah, I guess they could. That was yeah. my question. I was going to say, in regards to the audience, how many are going to be adults yeah. versus actual kids? I'd be very I think tempted. maybe your son would enjoy running the out school He does course. like the new one, the new mm-hmm. show. Uh, but uh, what they do is, it's uh, coming to Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and uh, the, uh, the t- uh, contestants are picked from the crowd. So I thought that was kind of fun. That's what I'm saying. How many more adults are going to be in the crowd for this? I'm not picking the nose, though. I hate that one. Yeah. Or the, the, the locker. I'll do the locker. You just want to get slimed. Oh, God, no. no but yeah, no, I, I'm kind of not a fan of the slime either. No. That's true. When he gets in your hair and ears, not good. Oh, God. Well, Jason has to worry about the hair part. Yeah. Aww. Just the ears. Roger. Or maybe the ear hair. Oh, yeah. really? I'm too particular on that. There's no body hair on me. A little bit on the chest. That's about it. There's no body hair? Leg hair. Jason scapes. <laughs> you have to. All right, Kevin like at Cincy Explorer. Yeah, I see hair careful. on your arm right now. Okay, well, shut up. I mean, I meant the back and the privilege. Well, you're missing, you're missing your mug, that's for sure. There's a lot of hair on your mug. A goatee? Well, yeah, my wife you won't... can call it a goatee. Let me tell you, my <laughs> wife won't let me shave it. I call it 
evil man hair beard. <laughs> I'm evil Blake. Um, no, my wife won't let me shave the goatee. Uh-huh. So, I've tried. Well, <laughs> whatever it takes to cover your face up. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I miss Skype. <laughs> See, the thing is, your wife doesn't want to be your only beard. <laughs> and she knows I can't grow a beard. <laughs> it's patchy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you all. So wow, we could call you patchy. Patches. Oh. I like patches. Pat- oh, if you like it, well then no, it's back to tool. I like tool. <laughs> hey, what else you got, Blake? You're a tool patch. Ooh. I don't even know what that means. Kevin, <laughs> and since the explorer. Anyone else see the ending of the trailers for DC Films is no longer listed as DCEU anymore. It's the worlds of DC. Thoughts? I like this idea. No, they should never have even tried to force. Just because Marvel had success with it doesn't mean DC had to follow suit. The worlds is basically they're going to have, uh, in the comic books, it's called Elseworlds. Basically different... uh, Infinite Earths. Yeah. Different universes and uh, galaxies, dimensions. And so uh, I like this world. I like this idea. Uh, they're going, because uh, Joker is being made, which I'm not a big fan of. But I think that's Joaquin Phoenix, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom. Um, they did say that uh, Alec Baldwin was cast today as Thomas Wayne in that movie. So good reason to miss it. Yay. So, uh, but yeah. So he's been cast today, and then uh, the one of the doctors of Doctor Who. Uh, he was cast in Star Wars today, episode nine. You don't know which doctor? Matthew. Matt Smith. Smith. There Matt you Smith. go. Ooh. Uh, but yes, back to DC. I like this idea. You don't need to do it all connecting. You know, I would like it to connect, but you could just ha- you don't have to have them. I, I would like them to yeah. like if Green Lantern's yeah. somewhere. Yeah. I don't have a problem if another superhero shows up. Yeah. You don't have to promote yeah. it. Just have them cross yeah. over. It. If they show up in a movie in a similar story, great. If they don't, they don't. Yeah. It doesn't have to doesn't have to be forced. No. Yeah. I mean, they they tried to force it way too quickly instead of just letting it occur naturally. Yeah. yeah I would just like to have them make a good movie. DC film? Yeah. yeah. Aquaman might be it. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> Shazam might be it. Yes. Wonder Woman was it. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, we forgot about that. <laughs> they made a good one. That's probably what Wonder say, Woman 2. I would the say, next one's based in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. It could about, be a lot of fun. I would say about 78% of the Wonder Woman film was good. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it wasn't perfect. but You just didn't like the three quarters? <laughs> Why the hell did it take me? <laughs> it took me 30 seconds to realize what you were saying. Oh. <laughs> Flying to the trap. Yeah, just just there it goes. Just that there. part that was covered up. <laughs> uh, I think I, I I really enjoyed Wonder Woman. I thought the last part was dumb uh, with the bad guy. I didn't yeah. like that one. Um, Chris Pine's back somehow. Yeah, is, you think he's playing a descendant or a time uh, loosed? Not. When the plane blew up, he was blasted forward in time. No. Maybe the Justice League mother boxes did it. Could be. Maybe he's. Maybe this takes place before the Justice League. Maybe he's in there in in flashbacks. 
Or he's in there, a la It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, as Wonder <laughs> as Woman's a, sex doll. Okay, can we talk about this sex doll? <laughs> <laughs> if you go to the History of Bad Ideas Facebook page, at the History of Bad Ideas, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast, too. Uh, we posted we post a lot of trailers, a lot of geek news and all that, and movie news and that stuff. <laughs> the day after we talk, we had a, last week's episode came out on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, the next day, Sunny in Philadelphia trailer came out with the Dennis sex doll in the uh, previews. Yes. Again, because entertainment moguls listen to us and they release stuff the day after we talk about it. That is the creepiest thing I have ever seen <laughs> when Mac pulls out the doll. Go see the trailer for Sunny in Philly. Even if you never watched Sunny in Philly, he makes a sex doll because he's missing his best friend who has gone off the show. And, and, and just the, and the mouth therapist, on it. <laughs> the therapist told him I have something Dennis shapes. Yes. <laughs> to fill the hole in me. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the line. And the mouth on the Dennis doll is the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life. <sighs> Did you ever be desperate enough to buy a sex doll? No. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty easy answer. Pretty easy answer. I don't know how you could really enjoy that. I don't well, know, let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> well, they're trying to make AI. Uh, the whole AI sex doll. No, the whole AI thing is being driven by the sex doll industry. Yes. Well, the guys sex industry to... drives everything. Yeah, exactly. It drives it all technology. Yes. And was, that uh, one to the moon. Yeah, I was just reading an article about it, and the whole reason they're pushing this sex, the doll AI is for sex. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I wonder how you clean I mean, it why out. would you want to have a uh, sex doll with a female AI that's going to do nothing but nag you all the time? I mean, you want her to be... <laughs> My, do you notice that it's all women sex dolls? There's no men sex dolls out there. Yeah, it's except all driven by perverts. Except for Dennis, yes. Yeah, it's all driven by male perverts. <laughs> male. This is why the human women race don't is get failing. Exactly. <laughs> women are like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know. This is why. My question is, after you have, you know, relations with a sex doll, who cleans it out? Ew. <laughs> I'm assuming you're responsible for your own cleanup. Did you send it back and they have a cleaning <laughs> service? <laughs> if you're rich enough, I suppose you can hire someone to come in and clean. I'm sorry, what's your job, sir? Uh, I clean sex <laughs> Then again, you can also hire prostitutes if you're rich enough, and you. <laughs> we have to negotiate. It's better with to do sex it. Dolls? With no, AI? prostitutes. I'm not You'd rather have an AI fake, no. fake uh, sex doll waiting what, for you to come home. What's the What's the line? You don't pay the prostitute for sex. You pay the prostitute to leave. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, this took a dark turn this week. Moving on, as we got. See, Jeannie, just be glad you weren't on this week. <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete. Oh, well, I need an oh, exorcist after this. Exactly. Uh, what's, what's from Fish? Let's lighten it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> lighten it up. I actually heard this story on NPR live as I was driving home. You probably listened to the same exact story on NPR. Per Fish, please discuss Nabisco. Yields to PETA's request. Actually, they listened to PETA, and they came up with their own solution. They didn't go with PETA's solution. Sorry. But they still did. They take the animals out of their cages on the uh, animal crackers. The boxes. Yes, on boxes of animal crackers. 
They're now in an open field. They're now in an open field, side by side with each other. Safely to kill each other. Yeah, that, well, see, that's that's the irony of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and right after the picture on the box was taken, the lion mauled the zebra. <laughs> yeah, the elephant it, it, exactly. The gorilla. Oh, well, no. The zoo members killed the gorilla. Actually, the way the news and the PETA guy reported is they, now that they are free, you know, uh, now they are free, uninhibited, uh, walking side by side as they were meant to be. And I'm sitting there going, what kind of fucking idiot comes up with this shit? <laughs> You're worried about animal cracker boxes? Well, in and, and, and the reality, these the animals would not be together uh, free of them. You know, the lions would be eating the shit out of the zebras yeah. and... You know, uh, in that's the, not Madagascar. That's not yeah, true. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> that's a good documentary. That's funny. <laughs> that's a good documentary. They're talking about how <laughs> they were fixing the the oppression of the animal cracker animals yes. on the box. I'm like, these are first world problems. <laughs> these are first world problems. I think it's ridiculous, anyways, because the kids are going to bite their heads off anyway. Still, <laughs> <laughs> it was representative of the repressive circuses that everybody is shut down now because of the horrible oh. cruelty, animal cruelty. My favorite seemed to be a popular uh, comment in the comment sections after the article was, if you look at the picture, they're not in cages. The bars are behind them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're sticking out. Yeah, they're and, in front of the cages. And the best part is. You could take those animals and bite their heads off. <laughs> and then they're Or legs. you can maim them one leg at a time, <laughs> make them suffer, and then when you feel pity, you bite their heads off. Good job, Peta. You didn't fix the problem. You are the problem. I am the law. It's also like like chocolate Easter bunnies. You just oh. Okay, Jason doesn't like chocolate. I'm not a big chocolate fan. Okay, you're wrong. But uh, wrong. <laughs> I, I, well, you know, Peter, you know, they've had a big week in summer. They uh, won the dinosaur rescue uh, from Jurassic World, uh, the new one. <laughs> they, they were very happy with that. Uh, and then they won the uh, Nabisco. Uh, yeah, they, they freed the animal crackers. You know, they are two for two in the fictional world. <laughs> <laughs> so good for you. Good for you, Peter. <laughs> I love the ability for you to just show up. I'm still going to wear fake leather and fake fur. Huh. Well, if it's fake, you're allowed to. Does this mean I have to start eating fake animal crackers now, too? Yes. You know what's next? I hope Swedish fish. I hope they get out of the tanks on the ballast. I'm just trying to figure out what would fake animal crackers be shaped like. Humans. Hush puppies. (laughs) (laughs) It's Hush puppies. Well, it's an animal that's not really an animal. Sea monkeys. There you go. They're just really shrimp. No. Yeah. Brian Shrimp. Yeah. The back of the comic books when I was a kid told me they actually had personalities. <laughs> they were actually kings and queens? Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, let's wrap this up. Woo! Yeah, let's wrap this up in a pita. Oh. Ah! Boo. Professor number one at doctor number one said, if I wanted to dump a beer on Jason at the expo, which should I choose? And need I say... Any IPA will do. So pretty much anything Tony from Salty Language drinks. I'll put it this way. I would suggest don't waste money on beer to dump on Jason. So whatever's cheapest is probably what you should do. But if you decide money is no object, then whatever is the thickest beer would probably be best. No, Guinness is actually a good beer. I didn't say it has to be a 
you know, if you would drink it or not. I'm just trying to think of the ones that would most annoy Jason being poured on him. An IPA. Jason would probably like an IPA on him. Mm. Yeah. No, he likes a UPA <laughs> on him. What? Urin- urinary public attraction? <laughs> UPA. Urinary P attraction? Never mind. No. Mel B? No. U, U as in the opposite of me. Uh-huh. P as in to urinate. I don't get it. And A as in you're Canadian. UPA? Oh, I get it now. That's pretty yeah. funny, Robin. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Let's do some news of the geek. It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Per Sci-Fi Wire, if you need any more proof that a zombie film barely worth enough to buy a car can still completely trample the box office, this is it. One Cut of the Dead is the name of the movie, is the Japanese uh, zombie comedy that has now infected the entire planet, except America. uh, Directed by Shin Shin Ichiro Yuda. Yuida. That was pretty close. Okay, better than you thought. Oh, oh, yeah, much better. Thank you. Well, I think think you know Ichiro just because of the famous baseball player. Never heard of him. Uh, He filmed the movie in eight days. And uh, it has shambled, uh, moaned and groaned and shambled to superstardom from a $27,000 budget to almost $10 million in revenue worldwide. That's pretty impressive. Uh, showing at Italy's Eudine Far East Film Festival. Got Eudine. A sta- Eudine. Italy's. Got it as standing ovation. <laughs> and the audience award. The movie has also, believe it, 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That's great. Yeah, take that, crazy rich Asians. The movie opens <laughs> with a nonstop 37-minute shot that was all done in one take. Awesome. What's a pro- well, yeah, I suppose they, they don't actually use film nowadays. I so mean, if it was actually on an iPhone, that'd be even more impressive. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking, film, you, you can't shoot 37 minutes of film. <laughs> uh, and the movie follows a director. The movie is a director who decides to film a zombie movie. Very meta. In an abandoned World War II military facility that was once a charnel house of ghastly human experiments. It's a party until reanimated bodies starving for human flesh start creeping out the dark recesses of the place. Except the actual corpses, corpses are indistinguishable from actors in the ghoulish makeup until people actually start getting ghoulish. eaten. Did they say ghoulish? Ghoulish. Girlish? I can't hear you if you maybe sat up. Anyways... <laughs> Anyway, so basically, uh, the movie stars a guy that's filming a movie about zombies, and there's actual zombies there. And you don't know who's a zombie and who's an actor in makeup. Even though it's a horror co- horror comedy, one cut of the dead grabs you by the neck, sinks, it, sinks its rotten teeth into your flesh, and refuses to let go is the one review. Uh, the uh, point of... POV. <laughs> makes you actually Point of like, view. I don't get that. Uh, makes you actually feel like you're trapped in that infested building and getting terrorized with the cast and film crew. Uh, even when some of the fake zombies get mistaken for real zombies and vice versa. Uh, the virus has been slow, ha ha ha, the movie, has been slow in spreading to the U.S., if it does at all. But you might be uh, get a discount if you happen to be somewhere where it's showing and walk into the theater in a zombie costume. I don't think anyone's going to no. get a discount. So it's not in the U.S. yet. I would like to see this. Yeah. I think it would be funny. Uh, so there you go. Well... Well, if they open in the U.S., it'll lose its 100% Rotten Tomato. Yeah. Someone uh, will hate it. 
scam, Jeff. They'll get a second reviewer. <laughs> and then this is for Blake. It's not the Lord of the Rings, but Ooh. Apple is turning another fantasy film into a TV series. The tech giant is nearing a deal to adapt adapt the 1981 cult favorite Time Bandits, which we've talked about many times on the show, uh, into uh, into a TV show for its upcoming streaming service, according to Deadline. Co-written and directed by Terry Gilliam, 12 Monkeys and the Fisher King, Time Bandits centers on an imaginative boy who's whisked away on a time-traveling journey by a group of dwarves looking to steal riches throughout history. Along the way, they run into famous figures like Napoleon Bonaparte at the water park, and Robin Hood. That was a different time travel movie. Uh, I don't think it is. And Robin Hood, played by Kevin Costner, and they get mixed up in epic adventures. Film became a surprise hit at the box office and remains a treasured classic for sci-fi and fantasy fans. I didn't know it was a hit at the box office. Uh, Gilliam will serve as executive producer on the Apple adaptation if it goes to series. But that's a big if at this point since Apple now has more than a dozen TV shows in the works. No shit. What's wrong with a a dozen? I mean, every network has more than 12 shows. Not NBC. Not one that's called (laughs) Dragonlance. (sighs) Thank you. Are you excited about Time Bandits? No. Actually, to tell you the truth, the movie's okay, and it, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't it a shitty ending? It was. I don't in remember. the movie? I don't even remember the ending. It was a lump of coal in a microwave. All I remember is them moving a wall. Yeah. They even have a microwave in 1981? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was the size, size of the Bob Studios, but they had <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> I just remember the... The ending sucked. It didn't make I, any sense. Maybe going back now, it'll make more sense. I kind of Especially like the, you being a fan of some Terry Gilliam's works. True. I like the story idea of the dwarves, you know, going through stealing uh, hit, uh, treasures. I like that idea. It was already done in The Hobbit. Yes, but this one will not be 18 <laughs> hours. This could go on for seven uh, seasons and still be a shorter uh, film, uh, shorter, show, yeah, shorter was, series in the films. Tolkien could do it without time travel. Well, the whole point of it was time travel. It's in the title. <laughs> What's Terry Gilliam doing with time travel movies? Brazil, 12 Monkeys, Don Time Bandits. Don Quixote? <laughs> yeah, he went back in time and filmed it. Okay. Sure. There's your news of the geek. Hey, this is Christian. Hey, this is Damon. And this is The Amazing Nerd Show. We're a podcast that takes a deep dive into nerd culture. Every episode, we will talk comics, movies, video games, and even wrestling. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Poppy, The Amazing Nerd Show, the show you never knew you wanted. Jeff, where are you doing September 14th through the 16th? I'm going to be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. At the Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, we will be there. Hobie will have their own booth. And you can come by and stop. Uh, you can come by and see us and play some trivia uh, and win some fabulous prizes. Jeff, are you excited about playing trivia? I'm excited about beating people at trivia. That's right. If you try to beat us. Well, we have nothing. You probably still walk away with something. Well, yeah, but the difference is picking from the loser bag or getting a 
fabulous prize. And the loser bag is the Nicolas Cage pillowcase bag. Yes. So it has his face on it. But anyways, that's not the important <laughs> thing. The important thing is Cincinnati Comic Expo. Go to CincinnatiComicExpo.com to get your tickets. They've been announcing people even through this week. You were 17 days away, and they're still announcing it. Uh, they have Carl Urban is going to be there. Summer Glau. Yes. He's going to be there. Chewbacca himself will be there. Peter Mayhew. That's right. Uh, William Zapka had to uh, had to cancel, but because they're filming Cobra Kai Season 2. But Agent Phil Coulson is going to be there. So that if you're upset that Zapka's not going to be there, we got another great TV star and movie star in the uh, Clark Craig. Also, Manu Bennett is going to be there. Deathstroke from yes. Arrow. I'm getting his picture. I'm getting a Are picture you? with him. Yeah, I am. Are you getting a picture of him cutting your head off? Oh, that's a good one. I was trying to figure out what we could do. <laughs> if we could do that, and then serving it into the Hobie shot glass. There you go. i got to figure that out. I don't think that's going to be possible. Anyway, so Manu Bennett's going to be there. Also, take a look. It's in a book. LeVar Burton. That's right. Uh, from Star Trek, The Next Generation, and... Reading Rainbow... <laughs> The man who had a uh, painted banana clip over his eyes for that, Star Trek The Next that's Generation. That's right. Welcome to the 80s and 90s. <laughs> uh, also, lots and lots of G.I. Joe voice actors are going to be there. I'm excited about that. G.I. Joe. A real American hero. I don't think the voice of Barbecue will be there, though. Oh. Yeah, Flint, Lady J, a lot more. Uh, I'm excited about that. The uh, voice of Mario is going to be there. And lots and lots and lots of... Is the voice of the guy who says, pork chop sandwiches going to be there? I don't know that one. Anyways, uh, lots of comic book artists and writers uh, are going to be there. Not to, you know, not talk about them. But, yes, uh, they have a great lineup this year as well. Uh, Also, Source Point Press is going to be there. We heard. From Travis McIntyre. And Monstrous. Not Greg Wright, though. But, anyway, so, yes, go to CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Get your tickets. It's September 14th through 16th, and go see Hobie while you're there. It's time for Box Office Bombs. Yes, Marty, it is time for Box Office Bombs. Um, I'll start with the bomb of the week. To Jason's dismay, Happy Time Murders failed to gain an audience. Uh, critics disliked it, 23% average on Rotten Tomatoes, and audiences gave it a poor word of mouth, C- on uh, CinemaScore. That is shocking. Nothing gets C-minuses on CinemaScore. It's probably because she didn't shit in a sink. Yeah. <laughs> it is the lowest start for a Melissa McCarthy wide-release film to date, ducking under Life of the Parties, $17.9 million. Uh, uh, let's see... It's also notable that The Meg and Crazy Rich Asian Success sucked all the air out of the room for Happy Time. The film was hoping to bring in the comedy crowd and the fandom heavy crowd, both of which helped push Sausage Party to 34.3 million start, but audiences disagreed. Now, Happy Time is looking at maybe $35 million domestically and uh, looking to lose on its $40 million budget. I guess I better see this quick. You probably should, eh. if you want to see it. Nah, I'll go see it. I was all excited about it. It's been in developmental hell for like 10 years. Maybe it should have stayed there. The non-bomb of the week. Uh, intern Hackney thought this was interesting. Crazy Rich Asians, an unstoppable force in its second week. 
uh, brought down $25 million, only down 6% from its opening weekend. That's impressive. Still at number one. That's impressive. It is uh, the fourth lowest non-holiday weekend drop of all time for a film of over 3,000 theaters. Behind only, I love this, Mother's Day Fuck in that. April of 2016 went up 33% in its second week. Huh. Shrek in May of 2001 went up 0.4%. And uh, October 2011's Puss in Boots dropped 3%. Fuck Puss in Boots. How the hell is that? Because it didn't do great in the first run, so in the oh. first week, so if it dropped, uh, yeah. Is that Mel B's documentary? Because it is Antonio, Antonio Banderas. I'm Antonio Banderas. I'm Antonio, I'm Antonio Banderas. Banderas. You killed my father. Prepare to die. I don't I think am, that's what he was. <laughs> I am Antonio Banderas. Drop your panties. Stop saying that. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh, first off, uh, I may be seeing Crazy Rich Asians this weekend. All right. Uh, my wife and I uh, might go see a movie. And uh, I thought it was something that she would like. And I've never, like, I've seen maybe half a trailer for this. And it's getting good reviews, and uh, I'm intrigued to see it. It's getting great reviews. And they're making a sequel. All right. Uh, the top five this week. Number one, Crazy Rich Asians made $25 million, a total of seventy-seven on a $30 million budget. They're making a sequel. Number two, somehow The Meg made another $13 million, oh, a total it's... of a hundred and five and a half on a $130 million budget. To quote one of my favorite wrestlers. So it still right hasn't now. gotten its budget back. To quote Bobby, uh, I did, it made $430 million worldwide. Worldwide, well, but we're talking domestic, because domestic up. is the only thing that counts. Oh, yeah. America. <laughs> to quote Bobby Roode. Glorious! That's right, uh, because we can't do math and convert I know, I mean, they don't, they don't buy their... Tickets in dollars in the foreign box office. I don't know how they figure out how many it made. Exactly. It made zero dollars in Asia because they don't use dollars. Correct. Okay. So uh, number three this week, The Happy Time Murders, made $10 million this opening weekend on a $40 million budget. I don't think it's going to make $35 million domestically. I don't even think they advertise the movie. They do. I've seen they it. They did? Yeah, it's mostly I've online because they've had a lot of Red Band trailers. Maybe it's online. I watch a lot of YouTube, so that's where I see most of my... Ads. Yeah. That's probably where they all were. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout made another $8 million, a total of $194 million on a $178 million budget. See, that got its money back on, like, the Meg so far. Oh, Meg is awesome. <laughs> Glorious! And Christopher Robin made another $6.5 million, a total of $78 million on a $75 million budget. Again, it made its budget back. So you know how Disney's doing all these live-action movies? Like, yes. with their classics? There was an article... And I forget, I think it was Collider. Uh, Collider. Anyways, they were saying about how, oh, it's a connected universe now. Like, all Disney is doing is connected universe with their live action, you know, cartoons and that. And the article, I read it halfway through, and I'm like, this is the worst article. They're not connected. Like, they kept trying to, like, do it. Because they're live action. So, you mean, like, The Lion King will be connected to The Jungle Book? They were trying to joke about this, or not joke, but it was an actual article, and everybody in the comment section said, no, no, you're wrong, this is awful, you're just trying to make a connected universe, just stop. Not all of this has to be connected. Pooh does not have to be connected to the Jungle Cruise. No. No. Or Jungle Book. I like the Jungle Cruise. There you go. Jungle Cruise. I just thought that was kind of funny, though, like... Everybody's just trying to, let's have a connected universe. No. 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 Speaking of uh, 
you know, news and et cetera, yeah. and, and, you know, news of the geek and et cetera. You know, you used to reference El Marimbe. El Marimbe. A lot. What happened? I don't know. I don't know. We need to get intern Hackney to look at El Marimbe. Yeah. He did have it. Keep going. Let's see if I can find anything on him. All right. Well, going on, upcoming, this... Uh, this glorious, glorious best day of the year on August 31st. Oh, boy. We have Operation Finale. Yes. Oh, that looks like a good movie. That's that's the one where they're hunting the Nazis in uh, Argentina. The mm-hmm. Nazi. Uh, Eichmann, well, yeah. the uh, constructor of the Final Solution, better known as the Holocaust. Yes. And saw the uh, apprehendum in Argentina, based on a true story. So looks. I think it looks like a good movie. Yeah, it does. It's got Ben Kingsley in it, and I like Ben Kingsley. He plays a bad guy, though. I don't know if I can like him being a bad guy. I like him being a bad guy. <laughs> he was great as the bad guy in Iron Man 3. He was, he was great as the bad guy in Gandhi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and also coming out, uh, something I know nothing about, Ken. Uh, James Franco. Uh, starting off Quaid. bad. Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Not Randy Quaid. Dennis Craig. Dennis, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Craig? Yeah. Dennis Is he the Craig. new Bond? No, Dennis Quaid. Oh, I thought maybe it was Jenny Craig's brother or something. Yeah. My God, that's a name I haven't heard in ages. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I had to look this up because I had no idea what it was, but it's something about a bunch of brothers on the run from a gang with a weird weapon. It, it didn't make any sense. <laughs> I, w- I read the imdb.com, and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. What is this about? But it's James Franco, so it's probably weird. El uh, uh, Mayimbe. Uh, there you go. He has uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood adds uh, Rumor Willis, Margaret Qualley, and Damien, uh, Damon Harriman. That's his scoop. I have no clue what you just said. You mentioned three people's names. That's all. Uh, he, they're starring in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the movie. What's uh, what, what's Al Is he like still with the same? Uh, no, he's no longer with. Um, I don't know that one guy, the big redhead guy. Okay, wherever he we were getting our stories yes. from before. No, he went out on out, went out on his own. Ain't it cool oh, news? Yeah. That's what it was. Oh, he was with that. Yeah. And yeah. he went out on his own. Well, it ain't cool news out. anymore, so we'll follow El Maimbe. Yes. And get his scoops. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Which apparently he has no scoop. <laughs> so uh, by sell, as we talked about the Hollywood Stock Exchange earlier, these are the stocks of these people in Hollywood. Uh, Melissa McCarthy, she is at $86.28. Comparison to Kristen Wiig at $85.73. Sell. Sell, sell them both. Sell. Whoever Becky G is... I knew this was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I ...is at $31.24. <laughs> compared to Ashley Tisdale, whoever she is, at $38.28. I don't get it. Time out. So I won't be high... Inside baseball knowledge here. Intern Hackney and I work on the show notes and, uh, you know, on uh, our... Lipson, uh, where, you know, they host our podcast. Lipson. You do a description for iTunes. And, you know, we sometimes do, like, ahead of time, you know, do it, uh, you know, what we're going to figure out what we're going to talk about. So you jump the gun sometimes. Yeah, just to save some time. And Hackney and I were talking about this today, and uh, in the paragraph for the description, it says, and Jeff doesn't know who Becky G is. (laughs) 
I kind of, we knew you. <laughs> you predicted. Yes, we knew you did not know who Becky G is. Who is she? Uh, she's in a movie. What? One uh, of the movies that came out this week. Oh, she's probably in Crazy Rich Asians? Yes. Uh, she's an American singer and actress. There you go. Or is she in Happy Time Murders? Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> um, she's a musician. Uh, and uh, keep going. I don't know. All right. Well, uh, at thirty-one dollars, Power Rangers. Oh, okay. The new one at thirty-one dollars and twenty-four cents. Are you going to buy or sell stock in Becky G? Uh, I'll buy. I'll buy. Especially if they're making a, another sequel to Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, I'll buy with that. But I'll sell Ashley Tisdale because I don't know her either. You know, I've heard the name, but yeah. I'm like, I can't tell you anything she's done. Uh, I could not either. And then also, uh, for some reason, Thomas Jane is back in our uh, Oh, no, no. He's in a movie. What movie was he in? Uh, he was in, what was the top five here? Uh, top five was... No, he was in a movie that bombed as well. Oh, he was in something that came out and no one saw. No, she was in Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, then why'd you tell me she was? I don't know. <laughs> when we get to top five, I'll figure out what she was in. There was a movie that bombed at the box office this week. Well, if it's bombing, then I don't want her. <laughs> Especially for $31. Bye, bye, bye. But anyway, Thomas Jane is at $4.38. Oh, AXL. That's what she was in. I don't know what AXL was. Yeah, it was made for $5 million and made like a million this week. And Thomas Jane's in it, too. Ah. So well, there you go. Well, at $4.38, Thomas Jane isn't... Uh, <laughs> that's a deal. I'm buying He's Thomas gonna, Jane. Thomas Jane will have at least one good movie coming out during the rest of his career. I did get a uh, note from intern Hackney saying, fuck you for trying to find somebody at $4 on IMDb. <laughs> Who was the comparison? This is the best comparison. Compared to Scott Speedman <laughs> at two dollars and forty nine cents. Jeff, remember when he's going to be the next big star? I don't. <laughs> okay. I remember when people kept saying it, but I still <laughs> didn't see it. Uh, AX- remember when Underworld came out and wow, Scott Speedman was yeah. Uh, AXL is a top secret robotic dog who develops a special friendship with Miles and will go to any length to protect his new companion. That sounds worse than Alpha. <laughs> Sounds like an episode from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> As Becky G, uh, star, she plays a character named Sarah. Thomas Jane plays a character named Chuck Hill. Well, since Thomas... Ted McGinley's in it. Ooh, can't be bad then. I like that. Since Thomas Jane is $4 and Becky G is 31 I'll put my money in Thomas Jane. And when they make decide to make another Punisher movie with Thomas Jane, he'll bust, boost that... Uh, Box office. Uh, Dominic Reigns is in it, too. Whoever he is. I don't know. He was in Burn Country. All right, well, that was your box office news of the week. That music means it's top five time. Jeff, what's our top five? Our top five is... Our top five favorite movies that flopped at the box office. So, we like them. But when they were released... They did not do good. Uh, Well... According to the box office. They may have been critically acclaimed, but nobody saw them. Blake, what was yours? They didn't do well at the box office. That's fine. It's left up to interpretation. Oh, did you say good? Is that what you were correcting his grammar? 
Actually, this is top five movies that flopped at the box office, is what it said. Yeah. You box said office. didn't do good, and but. he was saying well. He was correcting I'm your only grammar. I'm a communications major with a minor in writing. Uh, He's a communications major, too. Dear God. So was I. I know. <laughs> communications powers activate. <laughs> Form, Form of a podcast. Oh. <laughs> Form of useless degree. <laughs> well, it could be worse. You could have a uh, political science degree. Dear God. That's what Jim has. Talk about a wasted degree. <laughs> okay, Je- Blake, what's your number five? All right, my number five, uh, bringing this out. I've talked about this movie before, uh, back in the early days of Hobie, and that was uh, 1995's Four Rooms, starring Tim Roth, Antonio Banderas, Sammy Davis, and a bunch of other uh, famous cameos. Directed by four different people. Four different people. Each room Um, was directed by a different director. Correct. And And Tim Roth's Bellboy was the link between them all. The link between them all. Four separate source stories. And it was uh, produced by, um, of course, uh, Rodriguez and... Tarantino. Tarantino. I'm sorry, what was the name? Four Rooms. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was looking it up. It only pulled in $4 million. On a budget? They don't give a budget. Okay. I was looking. I tried to see. But I'm sure. No, the budget was $4 million. Gross was $4 million. Three. Hundred thousand. Four point three. Four and 4.3. Okay. You know, so, and uh, the best part is, of course, uh, tied together by Tim Roth, the bellhop. Uh, the music by Combustible Edison. Ooh. Yes. Uh, they lots blew of, up. Lots of cameos. Ah. Of uh, famous stars and uh, actors that were in the movie before they became famous stars. Cher. My famous uh, no, James. <laughs> no, Jim Carrey. My favorite uh, favorite episode was Marcel uh, Marceau. Don't misbehave. Was that the one with the kids? Yes, that's where the kids that are left a room in the, left in the hotel room by the mobster, Antonio Banderas. Drop your pantos. Drop your panties. And, uh, of course, the, the finale, of course, is great with Bruce Willis and Tarantino and pretty hilarious. Tim Roth probably uh, puts the uh, cherry on top at the end there. Did the gimp come in? Cherry pie. No gimps. No. Sorry. Uh, my number five, and I'm not doing this to fuck everyone else up here. Here's my, my thing. Well, yeah, I know, because you have yours on my outline here. Oh, did I? Yep. Oh, well. I know what your number oh, five you did? is. Not yours. Oh. I printed an extra one out for Jeff. Oh, shit. Uh, so here's my here's the reason why I did it is I based it on how much they lost. So this one didn't lose too much, and it actually okay. eventually made money. Uh, right. Well, a little bit. Shawshank Redemption, my favorite movie of all time, made $16 million on a budget of $25 million. So uh, one of my favorite films of all time, uh, Andy Dauphin. Well, you didn't oh, screw with my Andy. list. I only made honorable mentions. Okay. And he fought the sisters every time. And uh, Kevin from Cincy Explorer actually has a little bit more information about it. Ooh, more information. Yeah. Kevin, for some t- reason, thought we were going to deny it was a box office flop. No, we know. <laughs> it's like, we're well aware of that. It's number one on sure. every list we search on the line. Uh, also, just to let you guys know, uh, listener feedback has been great. If you guys can send us any questions or topics you want us to talk about, we got three fill, uh, shows to fill at the expo. And uh, we would love any topics or questions. Just send them to us at Bad Ideas Podcast or on uh, Facebook at History of Bad Ideas. Uh, I'm being serious. Just go ahead and send it. 
Uh, Jeff, what's your number five? Oh, uh, my number five, uh, we were discussing uh, Terry Gilliam earlier. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with a Terry Gilliam film, uh, mm-hmm. The Adventures of Baron von Munchausen. Ah, I hated that movie. I, I liked that movie. You liked it? I did. I was disappointed by it. I actually took pe- I forced people to go to the movie theater with me, and they're like, why did you make us come watch this movie? Because you didn't know, you didn't understand the Terry Gilliam aesthetic at the time. That's why. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, now that you know the Terry Gilliam sure. aesthetic... You can ahead. after you watch Time Bandits again. You can go back and watch Baron and von Munchausen. And watch what the lump of coal is in the uh, microwave. <laughs> Did at the you end. know how much it costs okay. to make? No. Okay, I'll give you some. I'll give. I mean, I, I it 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 fit the flop uh, rule as made less than its budget. It I made know that eight million dollars. Eight million to me- domestically. Mm-hmm. Uh, production budget forty-seven million. Forty-six point five. Ooh, it's a rough one. Uh, Jeff, what's your number four? Uh, well, my number four. Yeah. I, I was looking to ruin your list since you oh. showed me your list, but now nah, I can't change the order okay. of my list. Go ahead. Because you're going to ruin one of mine. Go ahead. But, Damn uh, it. No. Uh, my number four is a movie that I know Jason hates, but it's one that he Spice knows Girls? I like. No, I think that made money. Pussycat Girls or whatever that is? Yeah, no. Uh, Solaris. Oh, God. It was. Uh, if you need a cure for insomnia. That's a good one. It's a good movie. What I, was it? Solaris, George Clooney, uh, remake of the uh, old uh, Russian movie. Now, if you, the Russian movie was Syriana? like four hours. No, Solaris. It's awful. Uh, Not it's awful. It, made fourteen point nine million on a budget of forty seven million. Yes. That was uh, Clooney's first big bomb since he really since he left became General Hospital. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or ER, whichever. Or ER, whatever. Uh, you've talked about that sh- film. Decent. I, talk, I feel like a lot of these movies we've talked well, about. Well, yeah, I mean, I know at least three of these yeah, on my list have been these, yeah. talked a lot about. Uh, here's another one. Uh, it's, I enjoyed this film a lot more than I ever thought I would. Uh, Solo, colon, Star Wars story. Uh, reason why it was number four, made uh, $213.5 million on a budget of $275 million. Minimum. That's what Disney said it cost. Rumor is that uh, it's $400 million it cost to make. Well, they still made With marketing and everything else. It's still a loss, yes, but they still yeah. made $200 million. Yeah, but it lost in, lot. in the red Oof. after everything was $130 million. It was an okay movie. I enjoyed I it. I didn't think it was great, but I did find myself caught up in moments. I enjoyed it a lot we more. discussed it, yes. Yeah. I didn't hey, see it. did you see the dice? Because I don't know if you saw the dice. Did yes, they show I the dice enough? The, yes, I saw the dice. <sighs> they made sure you knew the dice were there? Yes, no one cared uh, about the fucking dice. Anyways, go ahead. What's yeah. your number four? I'll go ahead. All right, my number four. And, and by the way, these, you know, I, I'm verifying the uh, budget versus grosses now, but I just went through and wrote down movies that I knew didn't do well mm-hmm. at the box office, but if I see them on TV, I'm going to stop and watch them. Okay. Right? So I, let me clarify that. So this one, next one, uh, I loved it, is a Link Letter. I love Link Letter stuff. Okay. And it is dazed and confused, and of course, you know. Oh, that didn't do well at the box office. No, it did not. How much did it make? It had. Uh, well, I had it here pulled up here in a moment. Let me pull out my Hackney. <laughs> uh, oh, a budget of six point nine, and it only made seven point nine. So it so made, it made money. a million. But you got to pay everybody still. It didn't make money after that. Yeah, when you pay I, everybody in the six point nine. That's what the six point nine means. That's why it's the budget. Yeah. So it made a. A million One. dollars. Yeah, but I'm sure there's 
you know, indirect well, costs that go when, with this film. When you are a independent filmmaker and you make your budget back, you're thrilled. Like, <laughs> I approve your pick. Okay. What's your number three? Thank you. <laughs> All right, so that's my uh, number four, Days and Confused. There's your number three. Sorry, right, my number three, now I got to look this up. because I got it. Got what do you need? Running back. Uh, I loved the original Blade Runner. Well, yes, Jason's I did. wrong again. So what I've learned right now is Jason doesn't like science fiction. I do. No, you don't. You just poo-pooed the only two science fiction movies we discussed so far. I okay. like Star Wars. And, yeah, we found science fiction. I Thank you. <laughs> and it, one, doesn't meet Jason's criteria, which means I'm right. <laughs> and number two, it meets your criteria, which means I'm right again. Yeah. Because it was a budget of $28 million. Gross twenty seven. Yep, did not make it. Opening back. weekend only eighty nine thousand dollars. Uh, well, that, that had to have been a limited release, I would think. Wake but, up, time uh, to die. On Twitter last night, Besotted Geek, great podcast. Pittsburgh Nerd, good podcast except for that Ian guy. And, Ian, and then me got into a fifty to seventy five Twitter response about. Uh, Ridley Scott's directing ability and Blade Runner. And it all started with this question. Oh, no. <laughs> so uh, get ready, kids. <laughs> Great. So if you want to look that up on Twitter, and you can see what everyone is saying. <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, my number three Except is me, my I number three. Twitter. It is your number three. <laughs> it is my number three. You're going to have to copy, paste, and email me. <laughs> <laughs> King Arthur. Uh, 2004, I think. 2004, Anton Fuqua-directed movie. Yeah. Well, I think we're the only two people in the world that did, apparently. <laughs> I thought it was a great movie. Uh, Keira Knightley kicked ass in it as Guinevere. Clive Owen was great as Arthur. Yes. Arthur? King of the Britons? King of the Who? <laughs> that might be my best impression ever. I no, not really. Oh. <laughs> really, it sounded good coming out. <laughs> so did Vomit, but... <laughs> Uh, King Arthur made fifty-two million on a budget of one hundred and twenty million. It was a big Hollywood production. Uh, I think Disney screwed it up to begin with. They should have kept it R. Uh, it was supposed to be a uh, what do you call Christmas time mm-hmm. R-rated release, but they realized they didn't have a summer tentpole movie, so they forced them to speed up production so it would be ready for the summer. Mm-hmm. Knock it to a PG thirteen, mm-hmm. and it, and release it to a you know a crowd that you know was, was not looking for that yeah. in the summertime. And I suppose no, they had the version is good. Yeah, the if you get the uh, well, is it R rated or not rated? Not rated. The not rated version mm-hmm. on uh, DVD or Blu ray. And when they're mm-hmm. on the ice pond, they're like <laughs> that was one of my favorite scenes of a battle. That was awesome. Oh wait, I didn't know you watched Game of Thrones. I don't know what that is. Game of Thrones stole that from King Arthur. Uh, unlike uh, Game of Thrones, King Arthur actually has an ending. <laughs> a, uh, I got uh, nothing. Uh, <laughs> no, what's your number three, Jeff? Shit. King Arthur. My number three is King Arthur. What's your number two? My number two is what you were alluding at earlier and couldn't say. Okay. Josie and the Pussycat. Oh, wonderful. Well, yeah. you knew that was coming. Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, it, Josie and the Pussycats was the best movie ever. They uh-huh. said so in the movie. Especially to watch at home with no pants. <laughs> uh, Josie and but, the Pussycats made uh, $14 million. Uh, worldwide, uh, Sorry, Josie and the Pussycats domestically made $14.2 million. Worldwide, it made $14.8 million total. 
So probably was barely released out of the U.S. Uh, per, uh, budget of $39 million. Yes, it. I just think, well, one, anybody who hasn't seen it probably doesn't even know what it's about. They just assume something, Plus and it's guess. not what they think it's about. So I'll put it that way. It's actually about hunting a Nazi. It is. Really it's a real good Nazi hunting movie. <laughs> uh, my number two. Yeah. So you're saying Operation Finale is a ripoff? <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats? Exactly. Uh, my number shot for shot remake. <laughs> my number two is my favorite comedy, but I couldn't put it higher because it, did, it didn't make that low I, of a I, I did put it I higher. Know, I know what it is. What? Clue. There you go. Let yeah. us in. Let us in. Let us out. Let us out. That's my number one. Made fourteen million dollars on a budget of fifteen million. So uh, we've talked a lot about it. It's we, awesome. Everybody listens to this podcast knows our opinions. Everyone uh, knows that Clue is the best movie ever made. Pretty just funny. a red hair. And it didn't make its money back at the box office, yep. so it had to be number one on my list. Like what's your number two? Uh, my number two was still considered a box office bomb. Bomb. That's it only why made thirty million. It, no, it, it it well pro, net yes, it netted thirty million <laughs> off of its budget compared to gross, and that's of course the the due to bides. Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. That made, was made on all the lists I looked of great movies that were flops at the box office. Yes. Made two hundred million DVD sales. <laughs> it's amazing, oh, yeah. isn't yeah. it? I yeah. really think about it. These movies that, I mean, literally most of the movies we've talked about on the list are movies that flopped at the box office. It became Parts of American vernacular, mostly. Wait until you get my number one. Uh, what is your number one? Oh, my number one. Hey, it's time for your number one. Uh, by the way, this had a budget of $16 million. It only grossed twelve point eight. All right. And it starred Sean Connery. The Rock? No. <laughs> uh, Entrapment. I, I, I think no. the explosion in The Rock cost more than $16 million. Yes. Welcome to The Rock. 1986's... Highlander. There can only be one. Oh. There can only be one. Flan is flying again. I didn't I realize Highlander. Christopher uh, Lambert, yeah. I I think any movie that grossed as many sequels and spinoffs as Highlander did, I don't think I even considered would exactly. have been considered a flop. And I remember the first time I watched the movie, it was I was literally, I had no clue that this movie was out at the theater. I was, uh, what was it? Well, it was probably, I was probably like in high school at home. It was like HBO came on. It was like, Highlander, HBO, you know, dun, 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 the big O comes and hits you in the face. Yeah. And I started watching this movie. I'm like, what is this movie? And I'm like, what is this movie? Oh, well, it's a great movie. Hey, the soundtrack, hey, soundtrack kicks Connery, ass. James Bond, what's this movie? Seamus <laughs> O'Flanagan, there can only be one. You know. Well, it was Connor McCloud. Yeah. Seamus O'Connor. Right, Connor McCloud of the Clad McCloud. I was born right. on McClellan in McClellan. the year. <laughs> you know, the Kragen, you know. You know the uh, Kraken? Yes. Clancy Release Brown. The and stuff. And the soundtrack, the soundtrack was like, you know, 80s, you know, synthesizer punk. and it's Queen. In Queen, it was all Queen, Queen songs. Yeah, like, like a Queen soundtrack. And I remember watching this movie. I'm like, here we are, born to be kings. Did I, how did I not We're know this movie existed? Princes of the universe. Because it was awesome. It was. Uh, I was even thinking that because well, we were discussing this, and I'm like, well, the probably the re- the Queen soundtrack probably cost them so much money. That's why it flopped. They yeah, had to pay Queen so be. much money. Because <laughs> I was we. we we were discussing uh, when I was trying to come up with this list, Flash Gordon. Yeah, Flash! that actually made dun, its dun, budget dun, back. Dun, dun. So, oh, Flash! but again, a Queen we'll soundtrack, and then I. So I was thinking of yeah. Queen soundtrack. So I even thought of this, but I'm yeah, like, Highlander. Oh, Highlander had made money. They 
they made like four Highlander movies and a seven-year television show. You know, they came out Highlander 2, which I tolerated, and then 3 or 4. I'm like, oh my God. No, no, no. No, 2 was the worst. It was horrible. 2 was the worst. 3 or 4 was the worst. It was a TV show. It was horrible. 2 was the one that took everything from the first one and shit on it. It, it, And then 3 ignored that 2 happened. (laughs) By the best. Yeah, it's like a modern Star Wars trilogy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My number one... Um, first off, it didn't make good money at all, but I really enjoyed this film, and I watched it probably in the last year or so, and I really enjoyed it. My issue, my reason it was number one is that they could have done a whole big world with this, uh, and I think that's what they were trying to do, and it just bombed at the office, box office. Animated film, Titan AE. Matt Damon played the lead uh, voice, and uh, Creed was in it, the so- uh, soundtrack by Creed. Oh, I, th- I thought you meant Creed Bratton from The Office. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> $37 million on a budget of anywhere between 75 and $90 million. They can never pinpoint it much. Yeah. Uh, it made a lot. It made a lot. It, it bombed. They were yeah. expecting it to be the Star Wars of, yeah. of animated films. Yeah, I remember when that movie came out, and we talked about we were going to go see it at the box office, uh, at the theater, and then you went and saw it without me. And then I said, I'll, I'll go see it with you again because I really enjoyed it, and then it was gone. Yeah, then it was <laughs> out of the theater. It's like, well, where did it go? <laughs> Uh, so that was my number one really missed opportunity. So what was the name? Titan AE. Oh. It's a cartoon. So it was a little bit. Uh, I remember it. Yeah, yeah, it was a little I, bit more uh, adult oriented. And, and it was, I think, one of the first ones that you know kind of was trying to get a realistic look to mm-hmm. its. Yeah. So the, the, before they did the uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, oh. Yeah, I think this was a year before Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. wasn't it? The Spirits Within. Oh. And then uh, before they had the uh, motion capture of uh, the, the Polar Express. Oh, Megan Stahl! Those are the creepiest looking. I don't understand why Polar Express people. is a beloved film. It's oh, terrible. Because of the book, maybe? No. But it ruins the book. Uh, Steven Tyler is an elf in it. <laughs> and he plays music from Aerosmith as an elf. Oh, that's horrible. At the pool. Uh, Jeff, what are your number one? My number one's Clue. Okay. Uh, no one had Gods of Egypt? <laughs> no. Oh, my or God. Or Sinbad, the oh, uh, whatever journeys. <laughs> Sinbad. You know, I, I almost wanted to look up Conan the Barbarian. I almost wanted to put this on my list. Let Which me one? The original with uh, oh, okay. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I wanted to see, you know, well, what made was a box sequel. office. It couldn't have bombed that bad if they made a sequel to it. Uh, my, I had one honorable mention. I had A Simple Plan. Was that Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah. yeah, that's one of my favorites. I like that one. Yeah. $16 million on a budget of $30 million. Uh, yeah. Jeff, any honorable oh, mentions? Uh, Conan oh, had a budget. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, Conan had a budget of twenty and grossed thirty nine. So it almost doubled his. All right. Uh, but I had and then they got here that Grace I Slick to, to uh, be in the... Or not Grace Slick. Grace Jones to be in the sequel. There's uh, a difference <laughs> between Grace Slick and Grace Jones. Uh, what's, your no, uh, what's your honorable mentions, Blake, real quick? Uh, well, this was really a box office. It's become a cult hit. Uh, Weissau's The Room. Oh! Uh, the movie that... <laughs> yes. Have you You're ever watched it? You're apart, Lisa! Oh, my God. You have not watched this movie. <laughs> I haven't I've seen, seen the cinema It is so it. bad. You have to watch it, and it's actually enjoyable because it's so bad. The football? Tommy Weissau. Yes. It? Yeah. And, and, oh, my God. It's hilarious. And so Franco... 
I have yet to watch the Franco movie about this. Yeah, I kind of want to see that movie, The Room. And I, oh, yeah. disaster artist. Yeah, the, yeah, the disaster artist. I, I never knew throwing a football from three feet away could be so exciting. <laughs> it's a male bonding experience. As Let's do that next podcast, Blake Nino. Oh, hey, okay. <laughs> Just throw a football across the table. Yeah. <laughs> We're about three feet apart. And there's things that happen in the plot that don't make any sense. And you're uh, like, why is this here? I don't understand. What else you got, Blake? Uh, what I said, Big Lebowski. I had uh, uh, here's something I didn't know. Actually, looking stuff up, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Rightfully uh, so. It was a great no. movie. You know, no. They, originally, when it came out in '71, it was a box office bomb, <laughs> supposedly. But I did. I, but I didn't know that Gene Wilder. Apparently, I think I still think is one of his best performances. It's a great performance by Gene Wilder. You know, and I Tony Depp did it better. Some people no, consider it a bomb, but it's a better better movie than what it bombed. Here's one that's interesting: Fight Club. Yeah, you know that was on a couple people's list. Yeah, yeah. and Office Space. Yeah, I know that was on a couple people's places. People's list. I was, I, I was never a fan of Fight Club. I kind of like the concept of it. I, 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 I think like maybe the, the, it was. Blown out of proportion, proportion before I saw it. Every talk yeah. about how great it was. Yeah. That when I saw you, it, I'm like, eh? If you know the ending, is it still a good film? I don't know. I was not a big fan of it to begin I'm with. I'm just asking. So. I'm not saying you. I'm yeah. just saying in general, if you're a fan of it. I thought the ending the was pretty good. I mean, that's probably what partly made you know made it. Okay. I that yeah. The, I suppose what he's saying yeah does does the goodness of the film rely on the twist? It's like a sixth mm-hmm. sense. Is you know if yeah. you see it once and you know the ending, can you watch it again? And still think it's a good mm-hmm. film. Oh, yeah. the fans of it do. So yeah. 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 And I, I and then look for clues yeah. for yeah. the ending. That you was the problem I mean? with the. That's probably a good thing about watching. Problem with it twice. the success was I figured it out like right. I knew there was a twist, you know, because of the advertising mm-hmm. that. Uh, uh, spoiler alert! If you don't know the Sixth Sense ending, it's the trees. Yes. The trees. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the kid saw dead people, which that should have been kept hidden. And if you didn't know that, then the whole movie would have been so much better. But uh, knew the kid saw dead people, knew there was a big twist. First five minutes of the film, Bruce Willis gets shot. And I'm like, I know where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, aren't you just smarter than the average bear? Well... I saw it after a lot of other people, so when other people saw it, they might not have known that there was a big twist. Yeah. Other than he sees dead people. Um, we had uh, some listener review uh, picks from Doug. Eight pains. Uh, the Iron Giant. Uh, good movie. Hudsucker Proxy. Solo, colon, a Star Wars story. Ugh. Two, the movie we shall never name, Tomorrowland. You just named it. I know. Name it. Number one, The Lone Ranger. I've never seen it. I really wanted it to. It is not good. I don't he understand. Says it's not I don't bad. understand. Doug is wrong. It was not good. Uh, uh, I heard it was uh, 45 minutes too, li- minutes too long. Tonto. I think it was two and a half hours too long. Tonto. Johnny Depp. Depp. Tonto. Has his moments. Uh, from Dev. <sighs> he had Blade Runner. Yeah. Blade Runner was good. Children of Men and Meet Joe Black. Children of Men was good. Yeah. Hobie that shit. Meet Joe yeah. Black. Yeah. Yeah. Fight Club and Idiocracy. Yeah. The Shawshank Redemption. Good to call. Yeah. And the Iron Giant. Honorable mention, when this actually came up on mine, I was thinking yeah. about Shoot 'em Up. Clive Owen. It's a fun yeah. movie. I hadn't seen it, so I can't Good movie. put it on a list either. Shauna Pittsburgh Nerd is wrong in his all Ridley Scott part. 
Number five, Flash Gordon from 1980. Flash! But it, but it made its money back. I looked it up. That's why I couldn't it, make my list. And I actually had the soundtrack on my iTunes. Flash uh, Gordon? Yeah. Flash! Along with Queen and Highlander, yeah. And Highlander. And, and Iron, Iron Eagle? Eagle? Do you have the Iron Eagle song, too? Oh, God. I think it's on there as a bonus track. <laughs> Although I don't, wouldn't call it a bonus track. <laughs> uh, the last oh, One Vision? That's a good song. Yeah. The Last Starfighter. Legend with Tim Curry as Darkness. I do have a confession to make in regards to that movie. I do like it, and I remember it, I remember it was hyped up really big. And it bombed, was hyped, yeah. But it's not really that good of a movie. And was, Tom Cruise running around in a loincloth, not a good thing. I always yeah. get that confused with Crawl. Well, yeah. however, Brian and I'm not Ferry... Crawl was one that I thought of on the, to make yeah, my movie. Crawl. <laughs> however, Brian Ferry's song from that... I, I can't tell you how many times I went into like uh, the record store asking for the Brian Ferry song. How about this? Shitty movies Legend. with good songs. Yeah, is your is your love strong enough? I love that song. Well, we talked from about Legend. soundtracks, but good bad movies with good songs. Yeah, and I know we talked about great Not soundtracks, soundtracks just songs. In it. But so a bad movie now does it have to be a song written for the movie or just? A movie, yeah, a song in the it, movie. It could have been a song that was out forty years ago, and they put it in a movie. Sure, why not? Okay, we'll talk about that. <laughs> well, you know my Queen entries. Okay, so maybe we'll wait on that. But Queen was all good movies, though. Flash Gordon was not a good movie. <laughs> Flash was Gordon really, wasn't, but Flash, Flash Gordon, Gordon was. <laughs> Flash Gordon was really campy. He <laughs> might be Melby. It was campy on purpose. Like, couldn't get some help. Sex yeah. addiction. Uh, let's see, uh, he also had, uh... Who likes to drink and have sex? <laughs> this guy. Office Space and Blade Runner. Uh, Besotted yes, Geek. Yes, yes. Uh, Pittsburgh's number one show. Uh, Office Space, Fight Club. Yeah. yeah. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Kind of uh, surprised by it, but I don't know if I would come to anything. It's a Wonderful Life and Shawshank Redemption. Reason why Wonderful Life it did bomb at the box office. It did. Yeah. Yeah. The reason but, why it's beloved. You have to watch it at holidays. And that's why it's beloved because yeah. the movie rights were so cheap. And the, you mean non-existent because but, it was such a bad bomb that they didn't bother to keep the rights. The word the rights. So they basically the, the network just started playing it yeah. over and over every Christmas, and that's why it's beloved. Yeah, the studio let the li- the rights lapse, and yep. it's Christmas time. Let's show something. This is free. Uh, let's see. Kevin at Cincy Explorer had uh, Shawshank Redemption. You know, speaking of that, I wonder if the Christmas Story was a box office bust. Oh, check that up. I'm gonna look uh, it up. Number four, Cause Clue, because it, it's just as beloved now. Three, Office Space. Two heavyweights Ugh. and number one Camp Nowhere. I enjoyed Camp Nowhere. I don't know Camp Nowhere. I think that's with Christopher Lloyd. Okay, heavyweights was terrible. Basically, the kids uh, hire him to be. I'm actually angry at Ben Stiller for making heavyweights. Uh, Chris Richardson, uh, the greatest soldier ever in a movie. Uh, he had Solo: colon, a Star Wars Story, Waterworld. Oh God, Waterworld wasn't bad. It just wasn't South Southland Tales. I've heard about uh, that's with The Rock. Oh, I don't know that one. The Rock. Welcome to The Rock. Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. And number one, Office Space. Marty Griffin. Oh, thank you, Marty. He says, I second Office Space and Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Uh, Brian Stewart, uh, the lovely half of Salty Language, had Office Space, Idiocracy, uh, Big Lebowski, Iron Giant, and Pootie Tang. <laughs> I know Jim will agree with him on Pootie Tang. And Pootie Tang was pretty funny. This I is all coming from our it. Facebook page. Man, a lot more than I thought we had. Jen Adams. She had Showgirls. Idiocracy. <laughs> Showgirls. Mother. 
Call us Scam Jeff. <laughs> Grindhouse, which was not a... Uh, that was a box office bomb. Yeah, I, I, Grindhouse, I probably should have put as a uh, like honorable one. mention. And Waterworld. And finally, Heno. Best abs in the country. Mm, you could grate cheese off them. Mm. Anyways, he had uh, Sahara. That was not good. Yeah, I can't agree with that one, Heno. Hudson uh, Hawk. Ooh. Ben-Hur. The remake? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think the other one was a big hit, so, but the, the remake from... starring like Charlton Heston? Ago. Yeah. 47 could, Ronin. I never saw that one. And I heard John that. Carter. John mm. Carter was not good, but it was not. it did not deserve what it got. Kind of like Waterworld, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Well, uh, um, Christmas Story budget, yes. $3.3 million. Much. Made 19 it's not bad. That's pretty good. In nineteen whatever money. Yeah, that's good. Nineteen eighty something. That's good. Yeah, nineteen eighty three. Yeah. So, older than I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, so, thank you everybody for listening. Bad idea of the week. Uh, number uh, eight thousand two. Uh, having Ridley Scott direct your film. What? Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Addendum. Names of the show. Titles for the show. Um, I got Little Audrey. <laughs> Bunch of Little Audrey's. No. Five Toll Player. Uh, Gungan Milk. Ooh. Call Me Patches. <laughs> uh, useless Degree. And uh, I like this one. Let Me Pull Out My Hackney. From Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull out my hackney. Uh, let's see. I had I Am a Tool. Feed me, Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the yell on the mic. <laughs> uh, I like that one. Pink Cadillac. Brooklyn Anal. No. Alcohol and sex. <laughs> or Leia Ray Orlando. <laughs> That's all I had. Leia and Ray Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> I like to feed me, Harvey. <laughs> I, I, I apparently you did like it. <laughs> uh, like feed me, Harvey. I like let me pull out my hackney. Uh, Brooklyn oh. Anal would be good, but I don't think that's allowed. <laughs> All we're saying is that people are very anal particular. In Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How about Brooklyn particular? <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the term. Ooh. Sorry, Blake. What do you like? I like either. Uh... Uh, pull out my hackney or feed me Harvey. Which one do you like, Jeff? Can we put them both? No. <laughs> feed kind me of Harvey, like a, pull out my hackney. Pull out subtitle. my hackney and feed me Harvey. <laughs> it's a long title. <laughs> pull out my Harvey. No. No. <laughs> Who do no. I like, Jeff? God, I like them both. I wanted you guys to narrow it down. I like Just pull out my hackney. Pull, pull out, out my, my hackney, hackney, otherwise known as <laughs> feed me Harvey. <laughs> I do like feeding me Harvey, though, just because of the uh, visual of the... Oh, it's uh, a terrible visual. <laughs> of those uh, all trees around. <laughs> Feed me Harvey. Feed uh, me Harvey. There you go, sure. Change approved. Goodbye. You've been listening to Hobie.